This is Coach Lee. In this video, I'm going to talk about what you teach your ex by how you respond to the breakup. Take a quick second, click the subscribe button below so that you can be notified when I have more videos like this. And that includes videos on relationship dynamics, attraction, marriage, mindfulness, and breakups. After a breakup, you're usually very emotional and you respond out of that emotion. And so it's understandable when you do things that are not the best as far as giving you the best chance of getting your ex back. And a lot of you in the comments here on YouTube have asked about on again, off again relationships and one of my thoughts on that. And one of the things I'm going to talk about in this video is, is how you can prevent a relationship from having to be an unstable on again, off again relationship. And that in large part, is determined by what you teach your ex by the breakup. When they break up with you, what do you teach them by how you respond? In life, we are constantly teaching people how to treat us, what we accept, how we respond. And of course, responding with too much anger can cause them to treat you in other ways, and those are not always good, but sticking up for yourself when it's necessary while also showing empathy towards them love, patience, kindness towards them can actually get you more of what you want and deserve in terms of treatment while also sticking up for yourself because you deserve those things as well. So after a breakup, a common response is that the one who has been dumped will fight for the relationship. They will take on the role of fighting for the relationship, sometimes by themselves. And what happens is, is that if things work well, and you get your ex back, which a minority of the time can work. You can fight, communicate with them, reach out, beg, plead, and they will take you back sometimes. It's in the minority of times and usually it's not for the best. Usually that reunion is short-lived and you notice that the same breakup happens again and this time your ex is actually more sure because they think, I've already tried to go back, didn't work, I'm not gonna make that mistake again. Sometimes though, what happens is that you actually just give your ex a new manipulative tool. And what I mean by that is, is that this usually happens in immature relationships, sometimes teenagers or early twenties, or just people who are immature, self-centered, and maybe even narcissistic. They learn that, Hey, if they want some attention, they want to feel like they're sexy. If they want their ego stroked, well, they'll just break up with you because then you'll start begging, pleading, telling them how beautiful or handsome they are and that you can't live without them. And they will just feel like that they are the most sexiest person to ever sexy and their confidence will reach new highs. And people sometimes knowing that, knowing that you'll respond that way, they will do that and they will force you or expect you to bail them out. And that's what they learned is that you bail them out of the bad decision. You bail them out of the breakup. You bail them out of having to find their way back to you because they realize that it's a negative thing and they miss you in their lives. But you just bail them out of that by fighting, begging, pleading, keeping the lines of communication open, showing them you will constantly be there, those kinds of things. And it actually just gives them a total pass on having to take any responsibility for the breakup, any negative side effects of the breakup. You just let them get off scot-free and they don't have to experience the consequences of their actions. 
bailing out children, not making children experience the consequences of their actions, teaching children that they should go after what other people have because they don't have it, those kinds of things, that creates an immature person when they grow up. And if your ex is one of those people, you can actually show them that that will not fly with you because if they try to do those things, if you just back off and you show them you're not going to bail them out of this decision, you're not going to do the work for them of getting the two of you back together, then they don't see you as a quick high to the thrills of feeling sexy and confident and attractive because they make you into their dancing monkey. It's a sick and immature thing to do. And if you ever realize your ex is actually doing that, I would strongly suggest that you do not get back into a relationship with them because they're seeing you as simply a way for them to feel better about themselves and to feel like you are less. And that's narcissistic, it's cruel, and it's certainly not someone who deserves to be in a relationship with you. So what do you teach your ex? Does it sound like it would be a good thing if you taught them that you can respond to something that's painful with dignity, with confidence, and with patience? Does that sound attractive? I can tell you that not only does it sound attractive, but my two decades in the Relationship Recovery Service shows it's the most effective way. It gives you the best chance of getting your ex back because they may not see it right away. And that's one of the things that makes it so difficult, mysterious, and even misleading is that at first it can look like you are harming the situation. And that's when your ex is in the stage of relief that they go through after the breakup. And I have a video on that called The Stages Your Ex Goes Through during no contact, and I'll link to that in the description below. But basically the first stage is relief, and you want them to get past that stage because you don't want them to be relieved forever, right? And the only way that they can get past it is if you back off and let them experience it because whenever you interact with them during this stage, when you finally do back off by them forcing you to or you figuring it out, they basically start over in relief. And so you prolong relief when you keep communicating with them because they kind of have to experience the, oh, okay, we're broken up with now, stage, which you don't let them if you just keep reappearing, keep letting them know you're wanting to get back together. They still feel that there's unfinished business in that situation, and it can keep them from feeling relieved. You want the relief to go away, and the only way you can do that is, is to take away their source of relief, which is you. And you may say, well, they broke up with me. Why would they go away from relief. Wouldn't they just be forever relieved? It doesn't work that way. Because what happens is, is that the relief is there because they feel like they've gotten this awkward thing over with. They've broken up with you. They didn't want to hurt you, but they felt they had to do it. And what gets them through that stage is when they become curious because their ego takes a little bit of a shot if you aren't fighting and chasing. They weren't sitting around, most likely, consciously thinking, Okay, it's time for him to come make me feel super sexy by fighting and chasing me. Or it's time for her to come chase me and make me feel super sexy by fighting for me. They weren't thinking that. But what happens is they note, they observe that you are not. And so it does tend to lower how attractive they feel about themselves. But it also shows them that this is up to them that you're not going to bail them out. As a matter of fact, it puts them on the clock. They start feeling that you could move on. You could move 
away. You could become unsalvageable in that the relationship could be gone forever because you could move on with someone else, move on with your life. You show them that by not fighting and chasing. That sobers them from the stage of relief. It's incredible how this works because even if they're convinced they don't want to be with you, there is a point where that relief goes away and they will reflect on things. I'm not saying that every single time that means they want to get back together with you, but if you want them back and want the best chance of getting them back, they have to do that. They have to get to the next stage, which is curiosity. And again, I will link to that video in the description below, stages your ex goes through during no contact. Take a quick second and check out my emergency breakup kit. There's information in the description below. I will link to it. It's the culmination of my two decades in the relationship recovery service. It's a powerful guide to help you get your ex back after a breakup. So take a look. It's called the emergency breakup kit. There's a link to it in the description below. And I also have the emergency marriage kit for those of you who are married or living together and have children or property or pets together. So you teach your ex that you will bail them out if you chase, beg, plead, and try to fight for the relationship, at least in a way that's visible. But what you also do is you teach them that they can use a breakup to help themselves feel more confident and attractive, which is really sick. And it actually makes me mad even talking about it because I would never be involved with someone that self-centered and narcissistic. Those people are small and selfish and perpetual children, and you should stay away. You want them to learn the lesson early that you are not going to fix this for them. And that's when it feels like it starts to slip through their fingertips because all of this, the breakup was determined by a feeling of control because they're the ones who broke up with you. You didn't have control. That's why people so routinely will beg when they've been dumped is that they don't feel that control. They feel the other person has control. The other person is basically a dictator. They have the power to take your property, take your house, tell you where you have to live, tell you where you have to work, remove your right to succeed like a communist dictator. All you can do is beg for crumbs. That's because the other person has the power and you don't. The other person can tell you how to live your life and you don't get to make that decision, which you should be able to. And that's the power you give your ex when you beg, plead, and do things that a person who is not feeling control would do. When you don't do those things and they don't hear from you because they can't see you, they don't know what's going on with you, they don't feel that control anymore. They don't know what's going on. You could be moving on. You could be becoming out of reach. And so that usually results in some sort of digging, some sort of checking into things by your ex. That could be that they reach out to you and just kind of see how you're doing. Maybe they pitch the, hey, we can always be friends kind of thing just to kind of test the water and see what you do. Now, when that happens, I have said in other videos that you should not accept friendship. Now, that does not mean that you should be cold and you should say some little parroted line like some other coaches have suggested of saying, no, I do not accept friendship. And if you want a relationship, you can contact me. Otherwise, don't. That sounds really impressive and tough, but it also puts a really high wall for your ex, a really high hurdle in that if your ex starts to miss you a little, doubt their decision, and they just start moving towards you a little bit, they might want to interact with you, which gives you a chance to be attractive, to show that you've changed. You are your most attractive face-to-face, -face, or at least second place would be voice-to-voice. -voice. Third place would be text-to-text but it's better than nothing. 
Interaction with you only when your ex is in the appropriate mindset is when you can be your most attractive. And so you want that opportunity. But if your ex thinks that they have to be 100% sure before they can contact you, it doesn't give you that opportunity. It takes it away and it can lower the odds that you will fully get them back because we want them to interact with you. We want them to witness themselves reaching out to you and asking, why am I doing this? I'm doing this because I miss him. I'm doing this because I miss her. We want that internal conversation to happen in your ex. We want them to see it, to witness their own movement back towards you. And so when these other coaches tell you to put all these hurdles up to your ex contacting you, it makes no sense. It's just something that sounds really tough. And we all want to be so tough. But that doesn't always add up to being the most attractive. So what do you do in that situation if your ex reaches out to you because they feel that control dissipate and they want to kind of get their finger on the pulse of what's happening? And so they say, hey, well, you know, we can always be friends. In other words, they're saying, wait, you're going too far away. I don't want you to go too far away. I want you to stay kind of handy right up here close just in case. You actually don't go either direction. What I mean by that is, is that you don't say, yes, of course we can be friends. You don't say that, but you also don't say, no, absolutely not. You give a casual, yeah, sure type of response. I don't mean you use those exact words. What you could say is, that's fine. Hope you're doing well. In other words, it's not that impressive of a response. It doesn't sound like you're too excited about being their friend. So they're kind of left in limbo, especially when you don't act like a friend. When you choose your own role, you don't act like a friend. You're not buddy, buddy with them. Hey, what's going on, buddy? What are you doing this weekend? No, you're not doing that. You're not acting like a friend. So whereas it might pacify them for a few days, when you don't act like a friend and they reflect back on your casual response that really didn't accept it. It was just sort of a yeah, sure type of thing. That's when you have that doubt on, on your side and the mystery on your side and the frustration of them still not having that control on your side. It's pretty amazing how that works. You'll find that what I tell you is the same get your ex back advice that NASA uses on the spaceship. So basically, if you respond in a way that your ex feels is empowering their control, which is what you do when you jump up and down and try to fight and try to get them back, then you are only doing one of two things. You are either pushing your ex away forever or you're teaching them that they can get a power trip, an ego trip, and a confidence boost by your actions. Now, in some ways it can be good because if you see that they're actually using you for that, then that's a close call and you need to move on with your life and get away from them. But at the same time, if you're just bringing out something in a good person that maybe is just a weakness of theirs, then you don't want to do that. You don't want that to be something that causes an on again, off again type of situation. And you also need to do it to stick up for yourself. You are no one's ego trip. You are no one's quick high of feeling like they are super sexy. Now, if you're in a relationship with someone, both of you should make the other feel attractive. Of course, that's what a great relationship is. You two are attracted to each other physically, emotionally, and intellectually. Super. That's how it should be. But when they've broken up with you, 
they do not get the advantages of being your boyfriend or your girlfriend. They don't get that because they have made a decision, which brings me full circle. Do not bail them out of their decision. Teach them you will not bail them out of this bad decision or else the next time it happens, if it happens again, and if you get back together too early where they feel too much control and don't feel like they're losing you and have to feel the consequences of the breakup, then a lot of times the relationship does not last. Most of the time, if I'm being honest, it does not last. And in that situation, you've made it more difficult on yourself because they expect you to be the one to bail them out and fix this. They expect you to fix their mess. Don't do it. Take a look at my emergency breakup kit. The link to it is in the description below. It's a powerful guide to helping you get your ex back. If this video has been helpful to you, I also have a tip jar that I'll link to. You can leave me a million dollars. No matter what, I hope this video was helpful to you and that it helped you get more of a path toward getting your ex back and feeling better in the process. This is Coach Lee, and as always, thank you for watching.